that's the first bit of audio that just went out. Um, was anyway, that's Valheim <laughs> in a nutshell. So it's been this, you know, ten minute, five minute discussion about Valheim. It was great, by the way. It was very insightful, and and, and you guys should all and people missed the bicycle story, yeah, and they missed the bicycle story, <laughs> uh, and the glowing reviews of the Batman. <laughs> Speaking of movies, I'm going to see Multiverse of Madness tomorrow. Wow. Oh. <clears throat> I still haven't seen it. Saw it last uh, a week ago yesterday, last Sunday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I I feel in in my in my heart I want to say that I'm not burned down on the MCU, but I'm waiting longer and longer to see each film as it comes yeah. out, which tells me that in my head I'm I'm burned out on it. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I, without any spoilers, and this is the only thing I've been telling people about the movie that I picked up on, is if you don't like Sam Raimi-style movies, you will not like this movie. This is a Sam Raimi, big-time Sam Raimi movie. I really don't know what that means. Army of Darkness, uh, Evil Dead, uh, Dark Man. Especially Army of Darkness. Take me to hell. Army of Darkness is big-time. Like the campy kind of... Uh, campy, okay. All right, I can do campy. But, early, you know, early Peter Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. I'm not saying it's bad. It's just he's got a style, and if you don't like that style, it's I mean it's just steeped in it. So. Okay. Speaking of new stuff, uh, so my wife loves Babylon Five. There's like absolutely. So we we own the DVDs, (laughs) like, and she's she's just I think she just finished what rewatching the series. Come to find out, they're remaking it. Yep. Yeah, and Straczynski is actually part of it. So, I mean, I, I thought I thought it was great. I mean, season one was okay. Two, three, and four were awesome. Five yeah. was bad. <laughs> but, and then Crusade or whatever was, I didn't like it either. It was like 5.1 or something. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. And supposedly it's like coming up pretty soon. Is that the one with Katie Sackhoff? That's Battlestar Galactica. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, um, I don't know who the, any of the actors are. The information about it is kind of sparse. Okay. There's, there's that guy that looks like um, Budget Bruce Willis. That's awesome. <laughs> Bruce Willis, that's awesome. Uh, I, I don't know who that is either. What is his I mean, name? I just know his character's name. Boxlider? Was that Boxlider? Was that Bruce, Bruce Boxlider was the captain. I think you're talking about the... Garibaldi. I'm talking about Garibaldi, yeah, yeah. but I, I can't I can't remember the actor's name either. He's he's really good. I really like. He him. is. He is very funny. Excellent. Well, the thing about Babylon Five season one is you're waiting for season two. You're waiting to yeah, get that like a new guy. Yeah, because yeah. And Sinclair was kind of wooden, you know. Yeah. But then you find out almost kind of why he was sort of wooden, but he was still wooden, and it's like. Eh. I well, kind of feel like if you, they reverse engineered that one. Well, if you watch the first season of like uh, Star Trek: The Next Generation, right? That's a oh bit my gosh, dodgy as well, <laughs> but it's beloved. Yeah. Yes, that's so so funny you mentioned that because they just flashback, right? The very first episode of Next Generation, they're on the bridge, and someone says something, and everybody looks down, like Troy looks down at her their little screen, and yeah, yeah. and uh, um. Riker looks down at something else, and everybody's just like, "We don't know what to do." <laughs> it was so funny. 
I found him. I dropped a link into the Twitch chat. It's Jerry Doyle. Have a look at Jerry Doyle oh, and tell yeah. me that he doesn't immediately jump out at you as being Bruce Willis's cousin. <laughs> Bruce Willis is much, much uh, less famous cousin. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah but, but he's good. Like, he is good. He's, oh, he's, he's, a, he's a cool actor. Yeah. He's the, uh, it's a security guy, right? Wasn't he yeah. the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And you get, uh, 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 what's his name? Peter Jurassic as Londo running around going, Veer! The entire yes. thing. It's great. Londo is such a good character. <laughs> Londo and Jakar. Uh, yes, they are fantastic. They and are so I, good. Beelzus, welcome. And I agree. Pre Beard Riker was just odd to behold. It just, it just did not work. It's a, he was still sitting on chairs the right way around. It didn't yeah. make sense. <laughs> right. He didn't step over the back of chairs. I think there's a yeah. video that shows all of his step overs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's like a handful of them, but it's just, you know. But he did, so he did that because he has a bad back, apparently. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, right. Okay. Right. And he's also 6'4". Oh, I mean, he's a tall dude, so he can just step <laughs> over chairs like that. I think this is the first time we've seen Bill's this, right? Yeah, it said it was first time chat, I thought. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, first time chat from viewer. Welcome. So welcome. Oh, in stereo. Oh, you must you have... You to be entertaining. Yeah, you must have the um, the um, account holder thing. For, for, for the oh, first... I have the Grandmaster <laughs> Twitch capabilities. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> I don't have that. Should I do something? No, I don't have that. So... Do you guys remember what happened previously? I, and I don't want to. <laughs> I'm, a, I, I, I'm about to forget. Forced I have it a feeling quickly. Forced it out of my brain, literally. So I'll be honest. I, I did have to go. Back, <laughs> I did have to go back and listen to remember combat order because I lost my, I lost my notes for the combat. I've got the, yeah, you know, I've got the creature and everything, but I couldn't remember. I know it's round three. I know it's the beginning of round three, but. All that being said, the owl goes first. <laughs> but uh, you guys, I'll be, be damned. You guys uh, had come down. Well, originally you were fighting an undead T-Rex. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Skipped along around the corner, <laughs> true la la a couple of undead ogres, and then decided, hey, let's just keep going. And yes. charged forward and found... Two of the most disgusting creatures I think probably have ever been created for D and D, and I don't remember if we said on air what they were. I think, I Keith, think you so. asked what they were. Yeah, and yeah. We, we talked about it after off air. Yeah. Um, your characters haven't taken the time, or if you did, you didn't roll very high. So I'm not going to quite say yet what these things are. Some listeners, you guys may know. Jamie, you may not. You're not as uh, familiar with D and D as some of us are, but. Um, these are pretty iconic from basic D and D, and they are from the Fiend Folia, which I think Keith, you said that as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, one's down and burning on a bed of caltrips, and the other one is has been held fast. Uh, I believe he slung some worms on Ferzon, and I think you cut one out of your arm. Mm-hmm. You dug and it flopped out and oozed everywhere. And then you put the knife in your mouth. I remember that distinctly because it had worm guts on it, and we, I thought that was pretty gross. I didn't know why he would want to eat that. But because he knows he's going to need that knife again, yeah. very keep easy. It, keep it handy. Just lick it clean. 
So I, I, I have to interrupt just for one second. So sure. I, I, run, I run a game on Wednesday nights, and they've run across similar creatures, different creatures, but similar. And there's worms and grubs in the grounds and whatnot. And one of the, I don't know what it is, one of the players decided to eat one. <laughs> He's just like, what? I grab it and I stick it in my mouth. I'm like, okay. Whatever, <laughs> Ralph Wiggum. A constitution <laughs> save. What's your backup? <laughs> I'm in danger. Yeah, it's like, I don't know what it is. But it's 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 funny, but like my dad. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, I know. <laughs> I mean, he grew up in the out of doors, so we'll we'll be out somewhere doing something or or riding horses through the mountains or something like that. It's been a while since we've done that, but we'll be going along, and he'll be like, "Ooh!" and he'll reach over and and pick something off of a bush or a tree and go, "Yeah, these are ripe," and no, nope. you know. Just... <laughs> Like, what was it? He's like, I don't know. Looks like blueberries. <laughs> or rabbit turds. One or the other. I'm not sure. One or the other. Wild chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> but it was it was great because I remember in elementary school having a, having to do a leaf collection. You know, the ubiquitous, you know, having to collect, you know, 40, 50 leaves or whatever. And it was it was great because I'd be like, hey, Dad, what's this? <laughs> hey, Dad, what's this? You know, so. You know all that stuff. I don't know, son. Put it in your mouth. You tell me. <laughs> nope. Nope. <laughs> so it is the top of round three. It is actually, indeed, Pazel's turn. What would you like to do? Pazel is torn. She sees worms on the ground. They look kind of tasty. <laughs> Ooh, buffet. <clears throat> um, but she also is like, have that sort of innate instinct of terror versus hideous undead things so i think and she's, she's gonna a stay fae. she is actually a fae right a fae spirit she is a fae fae and that's right so a little little uh counter to the owl instinct that's true that's yeah. true but um, i mean by all means go eat the worm <laughs> no uh, she's nope. gonna stay right there okay. it'll taste better once they've eaten Keldon's brain which may happen very soon <laughs> All right, that's it for Pazel. It is now Evil's turn, and it is going to... <laughs> the oh, Caltrips no. come it alive. possessed the Caltrips. That's terrifying. <laughs> the uh, the creature steps forward and gets in Farazhan's face. Oh. And it gets closer, and it, it, you see the worms are just wriggling, and its eyes falling out of its ears, its mouth, open wounds where you've hit it. They're dro- They're falling out but also they seem their mucus and whatnot seems to be stitching the flesh back up these creatures it's obviously regenerating you can see that very very distinctly gets up in your face and just goes wild so this isn't like the the other zombies that you've seen so far it's not slow moving it's quick it's kind of got that weird jerky motion like it's being controlled by something else um but gets up in your face and takes two wild swings and then tries to vomit these worms all yeah. over you. Do not want. So first attack with uh, fist left. That's uh, probably a miss. Your which arm costs like twenty three. You got shield out. No shield. Is he's got the long staff out and it's at a twenty one. So you have a twenty one. That is a miss. Uh, second attack. Ooh. Let's see. He just pulled the shield out. <laughs> Mid combat. <laughs> that is. That's still a miss. And then give me a dexterity saving throw as it barfs all over you. So this this reminds me of 
the animated Vox Vox Machina. Yeah. And then intro scene where he pukes in the thing's mouth. <laughs> that, yeah, you. Fantastic, that, fantastic moment. I highly recommend everybody. If you've never even heard of Critical Role, you need to watch Vox Machina. It's amazing. Agreed. Absolutely yeah. amazing. Speaking of amazing, a 19 deck save from mm. the... Somewhat... Close your mouth in time. Just in time. <laughs> <laughs> but it splatters you with uh, all these worms, and it's... It's a cone that goes up. Uh, His nose. And some of them hit close to a jar, and he just kind of ah, and he scoots over to the edge a little bit. I'm guessing. But you ma- you manage to at least brush off the ones that get on your skin, uh, having no effect. Excellent. And that is its turn. Caldoon. What sort of noise do these things make when they when they do that? You really uh, do you want me to imitate barfing? <laughs> For, for the people in so, the audience with misophonia, please don't. Yeah. <laughs> That's me. That changes to an that. ASMR. Um, <laughs> so I, I'm, I'm just full of movie flashbacks now. I'm thinking to Super Troopers when Favre is in the toilet. <laughs> I'm sorry. I haven't, far, seen, I haven't seen that one either. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay. All right. So Caldoon is like super worried. He's got this thing crawling up his arm. He's been trying to take these things out. It's taking too long. He feels this thing crawling up his neck. He reaches, grabs a dagger, and... Roll the hit. Roll that beautiful bean footage. If you roll too high, you can hit an artery. Yes. (laughs) Dangerous little... It's a a range. Oh, my goodness. Seven. (laughs) You know... It is not that difficult to hit yourself with a blade. You do actually succeed. The armor okay. class is six. <laughs> except <laughs> except okay. you roll a seven, which seven's not that bad. I mean, this is D&D 5e. You know, it's not terrible. It's like a, a 10 or 11, maybe 12 in second edition or or, or Pathfinder. But no, you take, uh, what do you use, a longsword? So you just no, kinda... I, I use a dagger. <laughs> just... Oh, okay. I'm well, like, cut your throat. Uh, now you have other problems. So you take a dagger and you dig and you pull this worm out and it falls and flops on the ground and you watch it and it wriggles and dies immediately. You do take a point of damage from the self-injury. Okay. Uh, that is an action. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I got my hand on my neck. It's like, you know, unpleasantness here. And while I'm doing this stiff-necked, I flick my wrist and I wheel the ball of flame over onto Worm Dude. Smack him. Yep. That's a dexterity save. save. 18 on the die. So it, not this saves, round. So he takes half damage. Okay. And I will do this thusly. Seven, so three. Three points. Right. <clears throat> he sizzles and some worms kind of fry. He's the burninator. Yes. All right. Faison. I do not. Oh, can I use my move? Can I... Sure. I didn't move. Uh, yep. I'm getting the heck out of coneness. <laughs> okay. Go around the corner. You are out of sight. You moved, of sight. moved off the stream, right. even. Faison. <laughs> uh, Faison is like, no. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Why do you keep coming to me? <laughs> it's just 
he also is also thinking uh, that the next time he gets to go to the Temple of Kor, that he's going to start studying the bow. Um, <laughs> oh, let me interrupt you real quick, yep. because I told you asked me a question last week, and I told you wrong. You asked me, uh, would it be worse if I keep getting hit with worms and blah, blah, blah. They are cumulative. So, yeah, having more than one worm does increase that, that necrotic damage. Uh, I think you did some sort of check, or you... You did good enough to where you'd have known, but yeah, if you got more than one of those things in you, mm -hmm. it's doing a lot more damage. Okay, just get a worm, a worm train happening. Yeah, because it's, it's, I mean, it's, it's eating your skin, like it's burrowing under your skin and eating the muscle and flesh. So if you have two or three of those, it's it's dissolving you from the inside. Yeah, pleasant. Yeah, it's fair. Fair's on. It's like he's he's making very just like uh uh uh. It's <laughs> just like get away. Don't throw up in your helmet. Yeah. Right. Um. I don't. I don't. Also, kind of, kind of think like when 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 you said like is Fezan what like why do they keep coming after Fezan? I imagine Fezan wearing a little black shirt with just the word tank written in white across the front. <laughs> he has the tank hat yeah. on, you know, Furries. that really ugly cap that just attracts everything. Yeah. Well, also he's you know the biggest and you know meat. <laughs> like, yeah, and you're the closest. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's his job. Yep. Uh, so mostly being uh, mostly being um, facetious, but he is going to try to deal with this thing. And you said the one that was uh, regenerating is the one that's in front of him, not the one that he's already knocked down, right? Or they've already knocked down. The one that fell and is back there is not regenerating. Okay, okay. yeah, just this one here. It is baking. Just it is baking, and yeah, you know, and the worms are slowly crawling out of his body to get away from the fire, but they're not doing too good. Good. Good, good, good. At this at this point, uh Fairzon is just like he just yells, More fire. <laughs> Working uh, on and it. he's gonna start swinging with his long staff. I'm assuming a sixteen hits. Yes. Alright. Yep. He's it, going it to kind of it's probably gonna be more like a uh like jabbing, you know, trying to trying to push this thing down. Oh, in fact, ooh, ooh, get away. In fact, um, looking at the structure of this thing, um, would tripping it have any sort of effect? It would probably knock it down. Other than, other than mechanically just knocking it down. Like, I mean, and not not affect. Would it look like? I mean, is it like just one solid column of worms, or is it? Are there no? Legs? It's 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 a humanoid body that's just infested with okay. worms all throughout it, and like, no, it's not like a. A pile of worms. Yes, a it's squishy meat pinata. Yeah, and I Thanks, still don't think this is a. It doesn't get very big, oh. but yeah, uh, no, it's a humanoid. Okay, uh, it's a dwarf actually. You recognize they were both dwarves that were apparently chained at one point to that uh, that large stone structure in there. Okay, uh, but this was a dwarf at one point, and it's just just infested with these worms. All right. Well, in that case, <laughs> I'm going to um, use my last superiority die. And since that is a hit, I'm going to cause him to roll a strength save. Uh, 13, I believe. 15. Rolled an 18. 15. Rolled an okay. 18. Uh, Which, let me make sure it's not like incredibly... No, it's not weak at all. Okay. Yeah, that's his pet's pass. Okay. So I do get to... Uh, he does not get tripped, but he does get to add the D8 to the damage. So there's a 15 for damage. Thank you very much. And you're using your magical long staff, yeah. right? Plus the D8 from the um, superiority die. So that is 23 points from one slam from the long That's staff. That's 23 total, right? Yes. All right. Got it. And I think every box on my sheet is now checked. 
but I, I'm almost there. But I can make a second attack, which he is going to do so now. Eight, That's it. 18 for 14 points of damage. Rolling nice on the damage Man, tonight. You're doing some serious damage today. Yeah, yeah. That is going to bode well for you. Yeah, let's hope so. Is it? it <laughs> I know it's probably not bleeding, but is it at least hurt? Seem to be hurting. Oh yeah, yeah. It's messed up. It's very, very messed up. Okay. Uh-huh. It's hemorrhaging worms. Hemorrhaging, yes. hemorrhaging worms. <laughs> and they're kind of slowly crawling after you. Okay. But they're they're moving real slow though. They, yeah. All right. With the bonus action, he's going to swing around the pole arm and hit with the other end. Uh, critical. Crit- what? Twenty right, natural twenty. Hit. Uh, so that should do... Roll double damage. Okay, I think that's all built into the uh, thing here, so I'm just going to click the button. Uh, well, that's one max and one one, so uh, nine points of damage total. How completely average. Yep, how completely average. <laughs> so nine points total? Yes. All right. It's still up, but it is teetering. It's uh, it, it looks really rough. That's a solid round from Farazon there. I yeah, mean, you did... Uh... How much damage? You did like almost 50 points of damage. Yeah. All right. Very nice round. Yeah, and he's going to um, move action to uh, cover his mouth so he doesn't retch. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Tarathiel, it's your turn. Uh, Tarathiel is going to very simply uh, take aim and throw a psychic dagger at this thing in the dark. Okay. It is well lit. It's sitting right beside a dancing little yeah, fire Tarath- dude. Traffic's in the dark. That's a 15 to hit. 15's a hit. And it's going to be a sneak attack. 16 total damage. 16 points of damage. I get to to roll three dice when I have advantage, and I roll 10, 14, 15. (laughs) (laughs) And with your psychic purple Psylocke damage, it falls, collapses to the ground, and stops moving. Keep going. Yes, and it sizzles. Make sure it's dead. And yeah, it well, makes... that's that's the end of my turn. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, again, I'm going to go continue on round by round. I like it. Just so Heath, you can have full use of your uh, ball of fire. Um, so we're going to move on. This is going to be round four. Top of round four, it is Pazel's turn. <clears throat> All right. Uh, Pazel swoops down here. Looks longingly at the worms on the ground and decides better of it. (laughs) Nope. Yes. Uh, And then she's going to hang around this corner right there. Okay. Let me open that up. So it's just a larger room. The only thing that you can see of any significance, which is very significant, is that large... uh, The cave glitters and glows. The volcanic rock here is for millions of tiny black and red crystals that catch the light. As you walk through the door and walk through the door and reflect it back millionfold. I'm struggling. The one thing that doesn't glitter is a large slab of dull black stone in the center of the room, which is, I think, partially uncovered in the map. Is that this rectangular thing? Yeah, that's right. There we go. Oh. That is the full room. Okay. And they were, uh, you see the chains, the shackles. One was on the northernmost edge and one was on the southernmost edge. So they were shackled to this uh, this structure. The chains look fairly old, but not ancient, like a lot of the other things in this uh, in the Citadel. Um, 
but there are just desiccated worms all around this thing. Dead, not moving, not writhing, dead. And now that you have essentially we're out of combat, but you take a look and the worms that have fallen out of, of these dead bodies, they do actually start crawling towards you, uh, Farzan, mm-hmm. but they don't get very far before they just stop moving and start to ri- uh, shrivel and, and desiccate. I hate to use the word again, but they shrivel and die. Yeah, yeah. They're without their their sustenance their core. Host. Yeah. yeah. So he, he starts stomping. <laughs> just okay. scritch, scritch, scritch. Yeah. So that's Puzzle. Uh, evil is dead. Khaldun? From my vantage point, can I see any more down to the south uh, east? Uh, no, but I'm, it's it's a uh, you could move maybe ten feet and get quite a bit uh, of information. Like, okay, I had you in Tarathiel backwards. Excuse me. Hang on one second. We'll move you back. I always do that. For some reason, you both have cone heads. I, I'm listening to the <laughs> podcast, and even on episode six, I'm like, ah, getting you two mixed up. So let me open that up a little bit. I just didn't do it while we were in combat. Uh, I'm just proud that you can say Tarathiel now without saying, is that right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it does continue on around, uh, and it looks like it veers northeast a little bit. A little bit more here. That's about what you got. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> So the only other, oh, the zombies. I forgot about Huey, Dewey, and Louie up there. Yeah, mm-hmm. off to the right before you even fought the T-Rex, you guys saw several, at least three zombies uh, yeah. just standing there, you know, just mulling, just being zombies, standing there not doing anything. Um, okay, well, I, I mentally say to the group, uh, do you want to go after those zombies while I still have a flamey boy here? Or do we want to sort of slow down? I think free action. You guys can react. You guys can talk. I think for me, I'm, I'm pretty, pretty tired right now. I could use a, a, a refresher. Okay. <laughs> just, right. He's just kind of panting. He's, he's out of all his, all of his stuff. So he's just, you know, all right, then um, <clears throat> hopefully I don't kick a hornet's nest. I'm just going to step over here and see if I can just look a little bit more. But I'm not going right. to go down there. So part of the reason I didn't want to move you and give you a, a reason to oh. step over there right. is you just stepped onto a magical glyph. It lights up and explodes in loud, thunderous sounds. Give me a dexterity saving throw. And if I say no, I fail, right? It's an auto-fail, yeah. <laughs> Ten. No. Ten. Or you fail anyway. That is a failure. Ugh. You take... All the damage. 13 points of thunder damage as this as these runes erupt. So what you're saying is he's thunderstruck. Uh, and actually, it's a 30-foot radius, so from the edge of this Sorry, trap... <laughs> Uh, what, do you need? what do you need? Dexterity yeah, saving throw? Dexterity saving throw. Oh, no. Doesn't quite get oh, anybody no. else. It's a big blast. That's, a, that's also a 10. <laughs> except oh, my goodness. Mine was a damage. three on the die. 
13. How much, sorry? 13. And so the, the, the glyphs that were invisible originally, they light up, everything explodes, and then they just fade out. Okay. <clears throat> Can we Sorry. zombies now? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, I'm going to make a concentration save. Oh. Uh, that makes it. 10 does? 10, yeah. 10 is the minimum. You sure it's not 11? It's 10. Okay. <laughs> I'm pretty sure concentration DC 10. Well, it's half damage. Or 10 plus Minimum spell 10. level, right? No. No? Maybe a bigger, it's half, old, old it's half da- Yeah, it's half damage, minimum 10. Okay. So it's, so I barely, my, my little ball of flame kind of wavered there for a second. And so did I. <laughs> <laughs> it wavered with you. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. All right. I, I'm done kicking ant hills. <laughs> I'm never moving again. Yes, I'm you, not. I'm not. I'm, I'm done. I'm not moving. Are you sure? Because I've got more. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like you lost a finger or anything. <laughs> so I am going to reveal what you stepped on. All right. Uh, so that's Khaldun. Was that it for you, Khaldun? Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's enough. Oh, sorry, All I'm right. still in combat runs. Yeah, I, just to give him a chance to use this ball yep. of fire. So, uh, is the idea that you're not going to continue on? Uh, I think over we're going. I think we're. Ferzon raised his hand and said, "I'm tired," and so I'm kind of taking that to mean we're going to rest. Okay, then we're going to drop out of combat then. Yeah. All right. So you guys uh, finished off these two wriggly zombies. Um, everybody can give me a religion check now that you've calmed down. You can take uh, taking the situation a little better. Try to figure out what these things are. Um, what are the three boys doing up there at the top? <laughs> Not coming any closer. Yes, they're avoiding worms. So, and in addition All to that, every good. worm, every worm that you see has now dried out in their husks. Yep. Pulls out so now they're more like, gotta, more like a trail mix now. So, Tratheol, six, <laughs> Gee, roast. I step on something crunchy. Uh, so Tarathiel, 16 is a very good roll. You, at some point, have heard of these things. They've been around for thousands of years. Um, they are called Spawns of Chaos. They are oh. created by infesting a living being with these worms. And what they do is they burrow into your skin, get up into your brain after just a few short moments, eat your brain out, and then just proliferate, taking you over and creating a zombie. They're horrendous and they are a plague if they get out of control. Kind of feel like that's why they were shackled, uh, to keep them from just spreading the worms all throughout this area. Yuck. And any, anyone got any worms in their body anywhere? I don't think so. I think I would know. No, I don't think so. I think everybody took the time to cut them out. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, they, they kind of eat your brain, and then you turn into one of them. So, be sure. I don't like that <laughs> at all. Yes, unpleasant. Down. Um, that room with the little slab down there. Were there any other exits no. that I could see? No. no. All right. Nothing, nothing you can see. The um, I'm gonna flesh it out while you guys are the talking. the D and D Beyond image for Spawn of Chaos or Caius or whatever you said it was uh-huh. is no. <laughs> yeah, they're they're pretty horrendous. They're gross creatures. It is it's all the yuck. 
<laughs> so what do you, uh, what do you guys plan on doing? I'm going to, I'm going to paste a link in chat. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> there. Spread the misery. Yeah, spread the misery just a little bit there. I, I had to see it. Now you do too. Yeah, exactly. So here, smell this. Yeah. Yes. Smell this. Ferrazon <laughs> uh, is, is going nice to, bubbles, Dr. Jones? He's, he's probably going to uh, find a corner and sit down and just rest. All right, so you guys plan on taking a short, long... What do you want to do? I don't think we're going to take a long. You, I think you, it's too early for a long. Okay. Yeah, just a, just just a short, and then um, yeah. I'm going to tell um, at least uh, Thistle to keep watch. Yeah, these guys are fine. I don't think any of these three have taken any damage whatsoever. Mm -hmm. So they'll, right. they'll, stay, they'll stay here in this area where they already are. Mm-hmm. Where you guys came from, because you guys have discussed there are zombies out to the east. Um, they're just going to hang out here in this this uh, choke point and keep an eye out Sounds good. while you guys take a load off and uh, rest for an hour. Yep, that's it. Oh, um, uh, Fairzon, Fairzon offers the uh, wand of cure wounds um, around. So I've got that's seven charges, I believe. Don't think it's been used today, so you should be should be fully charged. Yep. Yep. Yes, please. Yes, please. <laughs> Someone blew up the floor. <laughs> is everybody taking a short rest? Is everybody yes. using hit dice? Because you don't have to use the one if you use hit dice, or maybe no, not I'm, as much. I'm going to use. I'm going to use hit dice. We'll see how the hit dice roll as well. Right. I'm going to use the wand. Yeah. <clears throat> So to, let's let's do the hit die heal real quick and see where you guys are from the short rest. Um, where are you short resting? And just kind of hunker down here where you, where the fight was. Yeah. Yeah, I think this is probably a pretty good spot. Okay. So do a little bit of healing. Uh, if there's nothing else, the short rest does go uh, uneventfully. Okay. So that's one die. So that's six hit points. Are you taking just the one? Uh, I'm going to roll another one. You can do them one at a time. That's five hit points. So 11 back. Yeah, I'm up to 23. Uh, I'm going to spend one more. That'll be my half. Excellent. Four. <laughs> Whopping four. So you got 15 back. All right. Yeah. So I, I, I'm in pretty good shape. Okay. Uh, I rolled, I rolled two hit dice for a total of twelve, seven, and a five. All right. So that puts me at one hit point down. Tarathiel still has a boo boo, but. And Fairzon. I'm gonna roll two. There so you I've got go. A seven and a five. Good rolls. That's twelve as well. Plus your con. Oh, I think that. That that is yeah, that is that is that what added in. in. Gotcha. So just the magic of beyond twenty. Yeah, just over, just over half now. So uh, yeah, who, who, who needs a hit? <laughs> um, I'll yeah, I'll take a little bit of pixie dust. A little bit of pixie dust. All right, that's a D eight plus two. So there's one. Nice, 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 nice. I'm in good shape. Okay. Yeah, I'm in very good shape. Right. Uh, I would also like to use my arcane recovery feature to recover a third level spell slot. Okay. We're going to take a couple of hits from the wand here. So five and nine. 
So it's three uses. Yep, I've got four left on the thing. Remember, if you use the last use, there's a chance it will crumble to dust. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Just die. Keep that, just keep that in mind. And explode like runes. <laughs> <laughs> that so, would be that would be so bad if it was like a retribution strike. Of the Magi. Yes. <laughs> of the Magi one of healing. Like, oops. I mean, if it, if it if it if it if it ends up being like that, I'm just going to take it and stick it in, in the longbow that I've got and just launch it at the, the, whatever bad thing that we come up to. Like strapping a stick of dynamite to a crossbow bolt like in uh, Redneck Rampage. <laughs> Holy shit! That was so funny. God. It was funny. You hit some being for like max healing and then that explosion. Right. Too much, too much. Actually, was the, I had this idea of... Um, of uh, like a like a a party of characters that were um, and you know Matt you may have heard something like this before but you know following around uh, and looting the the stuff after uh, you know after like a high level party comes through and you've got the low level party coming looting it but so the the th- the funny thing that I thought would be hilarious was like give them all kinds of crap but just like you know. A broken wands, uh, you know, potions that they have no idea what they do, and so you, I could just see this like, this like, uh, goblin with a crossbow, and he's like, I, "It's a broken wand." He's like, shoves it in the thing, it's you know, <laughs> just launch it, launch it in. You know. Pathfinder Second Edition, one of the one of the gunslinger capabilities is like, uh, like you can just load it with like random bits of whatever you find. Yeah. It's like a, it's like a cutlery cannon or something. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> it's just literally every room you're in, you're like, what junk can I find in this room to cram in my cannon? <laughs> so me. just real quick, is Pathfinder 2E as borkin for a, a gunslinger as it was in the first? Is it no, still pretty terrible? I, I haven't played with one, but I I suspect that they fixed some of that. Okay. <laughs> They had the opportunity to. Yeah, much needed adjustments. Uh, did you guys have any magic items to identify during the short rest? I don't remember if you've anything new that you haven't identified. Oh. Let us see. I forgot about that. Uh... <laughs> don't remember. Quick. I don't know that you have picked up anything since the last time you identified. Quick, the um... notes. Find the notes. <laughs> no, because I think the, the, our last short rest, we identified the Cloak of Elvenkind. And the amulet of primal instinct. Yep. That's what I was thinking. Okay. As well. All right. So short rests. During 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 the rest, I just want um so Tarathiel has a racial ability that never comes up because it just hasn't come up, but he's got the ability to cast Mage Hand at will. So I just imagine he's sitting there and he's just like sifting through the worms on the ground, just making them like move across the floor. And ultimately, what I want to do is kind of search through the bodies without touching them. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's just play like army men or something, like setting them up and fighting each other. He's, uh, he's playing the crane I don't game. Think he has that much, I don't think he has that much control, but it's just like part of his, part of his uh, psychic powers kicking in. He's getting a little bit more kind of telekinesis. Okay. Uh, yeah, you just that, imagine uh, you're like, ooh, and it just moves away. And like, ooh, yeah. another one moves away. It's like, how the hell is that happening? You're talking these things like this invisible hand, and you're just like flicking worms. Yeah. <laughs> so you do a search. Uh, no roll needed. There's there's nothing else. nothing on these guys. These two dwarven zombies. These spawns of chaos. That slab. That slab in that room is that a sarcophagus or just a slab? Um, 
during the short rest, you can look at it. Um, it obviously is hinged to where it needs to, it can open. Um, so, I mean, it, it could serve easily as a sarcophagus, but it's not like a slide off. It's actually a hinge on this stone structure. And it's, it's uh, obsidian, just like everything else. It's the black stone. Um, it looks like it was actually like formed as part of the cavern and somebody has chiseled it and, and worked it to where it is like a large chest. Mm. Coward says, go touch it, Galdun. <laughs> Lick it. <laughs> so this it would be... What we're doing is after the short rest. Short rest is complete. Okay. Yes. Yes. Okay. I, I I'm going to start casting detect magic. I learned that lesson. <laughs> okay. So I, I'm, I'm going to back up you... from wherever Keldun's to because yeah, right? I learned right. that lesson. <laughs> <laughs> he starts um, humming, humming, humming. I'm like, oh, oh, <laughs> that's not that, fireball. That's that's definitely a trap. <laughs> All right. You short. You finish your short rest, and you have detected magic. Um, stepping inside this room, there is no evident magic. But you also know that you also know that certain thickness of certain substances will block magical impulses or pulses. Ooh, and this is, is one of them obsidian and this thick? Rock thick, <laughs> yeah. Not saying that there is something in there, but you know, keep that in mind. Hey. I just imagine the tech magic is like ding, you cannot see through this. Ding, what? you can't see through that. <laughs> You know, it reminds me of Superman's X-ray vision. Mm -hmm. I always think of that because it's like an inch of lead. Yeah. And you can't see the, you know, of course you can see who's stone and whatever. But anyhow, yeah, you <laughs> cast that spell and you do not detect any magic uh, beyond what you already know about. Yeah. Superman, well, well-known uh, uh, advanced Dungeons and Dragons sorcerer. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So uh, if if that doesn't work, uh, hey Thistle, come here. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't I think mean, I'd do that. I don't think he would either. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, like, no, I'm good. I, I'll I'll keep an eye out for these zombies up here, boss. All right, Tarathia will check it out to see if it's obviously trapped. Give me a perception check. Perception. Nineteen. It was not obviously trapped, but it is trapped. Yeah, there's a. Good. There's a, there's a thing here that's going to cause like, I don't know, unpleasantness. It's a mechanical, uh, mechanical trigger that you know if you open it without disarming it, it will set it off. It's a worm volcano. <laughs> okay. It's a worm cannon. <laughs> worm NATO. All right. All right. has got thieves' tools built into his glove thanks to Keldun, so yes. he will he will attempt to work this out. Alright. Always ask me so many questions when I do this. That's, that's a 25 to disarm. No problem. You disengage the trapping mechanism and you know that it is now safe to open this unlocked chest. Do, 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 do. Large Inspected. chest. Inspected. <laughs> <laughs> put away the. <laughs> so you put, pop put away open the, the these chest. tools and. Oh yeah, I'm speaking for well, you. Go ahead. I'll, I'll kind of kind of get Keldon into you know lift this. It looks pretty heavy. It's it should sure. be safe. All right. So or you Keldun. gotta lift it. Muscle wizard. It's not heavy at all. It's it's very well designed. It's counterweighted on the hinges just right to where you can almost lift it with one hand. 
And inside, See, this is why dwarves are like a hundred percent better than gnomes. Oh, so much better <laughs> yeah. than gnomes. Just the great thing. Uh, you open this thing, and there are sacks and sacks and sacks, leather sacks filling in this chest. A dozen leather, large leather sacks in here. Do they contain are worms they or gold? They are not emanating magic, nor are they writhing around. Okay. <laughs> gold, 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 worms, gold, gold. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I guess uh, I am going to mage hand one of them open. Okay. Are you still still detecting magic at this point? Yes, I am. Well, it's it's open now. Does it make a difference? No, yeah, he's still, right. he said he said no. Yeah, still no magic. Once you open the the stone uh, chest, and you randomly pick a leather pouch, a leather sack, large leather sack, and telekinetically open it up, and inside you see a. Uh, Sack, it's a sack full of copper pieces, copper coins, money. I picked money. that one up and set it on the ground. Okay. <laughs> so, one money you go through and similar safety precautions and whatnot. Yes. And every single bag in there is full of coins from copper to platinum. That's nice. And we're talking tens of thousands of coins. Heck yeah, we could. We could feed Boxy for literal days. <laughs> <laughs> for the rest of his life. Yes. I don't know, he ate an entire two automatons. Uh, of course, he's soon after split and had a yep. baby twerp. But um, Yeah, so if you want to take a little bit of time and just estimate how much is in here, mm -hmm. um, it's around 15,000 copper. Holy crap. 4,000 silver. 25,000. Yeah, twenty five hundred or two thousand five hundred gold, and one hundred and fifty platinum. That's not bad. How many silver? Uh, four thousand four. 4, that's a that's a lot of uh, a lot of stuff. That's a lot of money. Luckily, we have a backpack of coin holding. <laughs> Otherwise, that would be very heavy. Yeah, that would be. <clears throat> Very heavy. Fifty coins is a pound, so it may be a bit may even be a bit much for your bag of holding at this point. But you know, it's copper, fifteen thousand copper. That's one hundred fifty gold, though, right? Yeah, yeah. All right. So everybody got that? <laughs> Just imagine the look on the banker's face when you walk in with that, though. And he says, "I'd like to change some coin." And he yeah, says, right. "Roll it." Yeah, go home and roll it. <laughs> we're we're looking for Albert Coinstar. We heard he worked here, <laughs> Mister Coinstar. I still remember the first time I went to my bank that I've been going to for years and exchanging coin for years. Walk in with this, you know, the Crown Royal bag full of change and set it down. I'm like I'm going to turn my change in. Uh, have you rolled it? No. You need to roll it. You're a bank. <laughs> yes, sir. You need to roll it. But you're a bank. Like, I've never had to roll it before. Well, we were quite... Like, holy crap. So, that just irritated me. Now, I'm not going to All-Star. They charge like 20%. It's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, rant over. Yeah, you guys <laughs> just found a, a horde of coins. And leather pouches. <laughs> sacks. Is, the, is there any... Um... There's no, there's no uh, runes or symbols or anything on this that would indicate that it's, you know, 
has some significance? No. no just a just a high but it's but it's it's well made. Oh, fluffy. Yes. Sorry, you, you froze for a second there, Caldoon. Hello, kitty. It is uh as good craftsmanship as the rest of the Citadel. Okay. Now remember the part you're in now looks like it was hit by a lava flow, which is why it's uh not as well done or it is well done it's <laughs> burnt uh but the, remember the floor in here is is uh lava is smooth and and uh, it's been uh stone work has been done but majority of this there was at some point fairly recent maybe in the last couple hundred years a lava flow that came through and just destroyed whatever was um set up so it's part of the citadel melted ages ago it's very sad very good. <laughs> anyway, you don't sound sad, but but at least we got the treasure. All right, store oh, storing okay. bags, bo- storing bags, and let's let's get going. Farzan, by the way, never walked into that room. Hmm. <laughs> it's like nope. So you want to just stay out with the wimps? Mm-hmm. No, they were they were all dead at that point. All the dead things. <clears throat> So y'all think we should go southeast through the corridor of death magic or northeast through Zombieville? There's also, I think there's a passageway here behind where the T-Rex was. There is. Is there? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, door number three. Maybe we should do door number three. Well, I'm I'm wondering if like, (laughs) if... This to the south, in front of where the runes were, looked like it leads back up into the complex in the room that we didn't go into because it was horrifically trapped. Um, but I'm wondering if we should like prove that because it'll be a quick walk and then we'll come back around. Okay, I'll I'll, I'll pop around there and use my detect magic to try to step on another glyph of <laughs> destroying. <laughs> Shouted. Uh you are not detecting magic. Of course not. After you. Okay. Puzzle. Puzzle. She is going to fly down the end of the hallway and take a look. Alright. It opens up into um the citadel. Like back to the the nice carved walls and whatnot. This looks like it's opening into a guard room, hmm. uh, empty. Okay. There's nobody in here, and there's a door to the north. And the three amigos said that they don't know what's in these rooms, right? Not too familiar. Um, but if you look at the map, you're back to where you've already been, essentially. Yeah, there's a, there appears to be at least one room here, maybe two. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty sure they said that that room it's, was trapped. It's just a corridor. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Just a corridor. The door was locked. You have the key, but there's no traps. Um, so you All open right. the door, and it's a corridor, and you can see where it goes back to uh, the armory. Oh, I'm sorry. Right. The back to the unfinished trap, which was that. Well, like they were at the end of the. Yes. Yeah, the digging the a pit or something. Like that. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Okay. Mind so Come full circle. Alrighty. Guys, let's check out this corridor over here. Near where the T-Rex was. 
And this is just another small cavern. Um, the entrance into this little area is somewhat small, not small enough to where a medium would have to squeeze, but almost. Anything mm -hmm. larger than a medium would probably have to squeeze. Fairly obvious that the T-Rex would not have fit into this room. Ah, sort of otherwise, body hole. <laughs> otherwise, it's empty. This it's looks nice. like a great spot for a secret door. Give me a perception. If I were, if I were laying down secret doors. Now, this is very, like I said, this is looks like it was melted out um, from the lava flow earlier. Uh, you do perception, and it's just a rock wall between... You don't see it. You, you don't not, see it not quite an Elma roll, but yeah, no secret doors there. Man, she was a walking radar. <laughs> <laughs> and then up here, this is like to the uh, very north. This uh, is blocked just, off. It's just the wall. Okay, not completely revealed. There you go. All right, so now we have to go and gate crash the zombie charades game that's going on over there. Okay. Sounds good. <laughs> All right, the jar jar is bringing up the rear here. It's like get your bow ready. I think we're going to um, have a little redneck hoe down here. Open some of this <laughs> up so you have a better idea what's what the area looks like. There's no point in keeping it. Do you want me to lead the charge? Always. <laughs> All right, get in position because I'm pretty sure they will hear me coming. <laughs> Or do you want to lure them this way? I think luring's pretty smart. There's a there's a choke point right there. Yeah. So the the problem with luring zombies, right, is you get their attention and then you run back to where you're trying to ambush them and then you wait forty five minutes for them to shamble over. <laughs> Tea time. Right. That's fine. That's fine. So you're all around this area. I'm going to open some of the stuff up, so I don't have to worry about it later. Here we go. That's just a huge, huge pile of rubble. Um, anywhere you can see that they've taken the time to draw a rock on there, you cannot see over it. Okay. Um, and it's it's difficult terrain to get through it. So basically, fares on. You can't see the zombies from where you are. That okay. area's vision is blocked. You'd have to be around it. In the corridor. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. I guess Tarathia will sneak around to try and be like here ish. Give me your stealthy stealth check, stealth man. Stealth. Stealth man. Arnold P. Stealthman. Uh, 25 on the stealth. 25. I think that's three 25s in a row for Tarathia. Oh no! Sorry, it's a it's a twenty for stealth. I missed okay. that. It was that 25, 25, 20. Yeah, and they the yeah. they have disadvantage to 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 perceive you. If I'm not to perceive me. Yep. Yeah. Let's get Why the, the cloak of Elven kind on. Okay. Because it was in the so, book. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you're standing there, and they do not know. They have no idea you're there. They're not moving, and they're just standing there. They're not doing anything. They're just kind of wavering. Every once in a while you hear a, like a zombie moan, but they're just standing uh, there. They're so speak, speaking of movie yes. references that we had earlier, it's like, doesn't it look like they're lined up? You know, if only we had a, <laughs> we only like, had a line attack that we could 
hit him with with a geyser. Have a blowtorch. <laughs> or a geyser. <laughs> geyser. Oh, definitely got a geyser. I don't think they're water soluble, though, so it's. <laughs> Uh, they are if you use enough water. <laughs> use enough water. <laughs> Prolonged. Hey, I have the solution. <laughs> uh, That's terrible. All right. Uh, I got some when, more vision down here. When you are in Open position, I will move ahead. And then start removing heads. There we go. Uh, I'm trying to remember how long did we have um, the psychic whispers for. Because I probably need to do it again. Uh, it was not a great roll, maybe a two or three hours, maybe four. Like and then we and then we sh yeah. short rested, right? Which is probably another, another hour. hour. So let me yeah. let me do that again. Okay. okay. Recharge recharge the batteries seven of hours. our Bluetooth. Seven hours. Yeah. The seven rest hours. of your life. <laughs> okay, you are now psychically connected. Is it just the three of you that are connected? Uh, it's not clear, so I can do it to three creatures, but I don't know if I'm one of those creatures. <laughs> so, okay. Uh, the exact wording on it is: let me find it in here, wherever it is. Choose up to three creatures that you can see for a number of hours equal to the number rolled. The chosen creatures can speak telepathically with you. Okay, you're not counted then. As so long as do... you're within a mile. <laughs> uh, yeah, so you can pick one of the uh, the uh, henchmen if you like. Or if you don't want to include them, that's fine too. But if you want to, know. you can choose one of them as I'll, well. I'll include Sakura. Okay. Why not? He's like, get them. what the hell is going uh, on? I don't like this. Yeah. What are you doing? What, what are you doing? What are you doing? I get them all down there. Can Just, you hear me thinking? Oh, crap. Yes. I can hear me no, thinking. No, only when you try and talk to me. You don't need to stop shouting. What? what? <laughs> oh, I think... This is actually kind of cool. Uh, for, for his own... Um, says out loud to um well no i guess he would just tell this to Sakura uh, on the telepathic link he's like we should probably position you three with your bows on top of this on top of these rocks so that you'll have a view and they climb them yeah i mean it's it, it's not to the ceiling it's just they could perch yeah you know they yeah, yeah. they might be considered prone because they'd have to crouch down and lean back on the rock or whatever, but yeah, they could get up there just just like yeah like where like where thistle is, you know, just kind of up like here. up there, yeah, yeah, that'd work. so that they can they can they would have to be on this side, yeah. like this would be a hard line right here, okay, okay. you know yeah. what I'm saying, yeah, yeah, all right, um, is everyone in position always in position, all right. He is going to. I'm ready over. Nobody ever expects the imposition. Move into the room. All right. Clang, 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 yep. clang. Yep. Uh, let's just see if, if they notice. Three. <laughs> Fifteen. Yeah, he probably All right, he probably so knows. this one, back in the back, you see it slowly move and look towards you and start walking forward. We're going to roll initiative. Yep. All right. Come on. <laughs> you got an amazing initiative. The GM roll or roll a GM? GM roll. It's funny. My, one of my Pathfinder 2nd Edition characters, I took the feat Incredible Initiative. What? And 
This is a feat in Pathfinder Second Edition called Incredible Initiative, yeah. which gives her a bonus on initiative rolls. And she keeps consistently rolling like fives and sevens. <laughs> to the that's point where now incredible. That, yeah, now that's become the joke. Because every time I roll an initiative, I'm like, three. That's pretty incredible. Yeah. <laughs> yes. All right. Anybody above a 20? Yes. All right. Finally. 21. 21 for Trathiel. Like 15 to 20. You got some time. 10 to 15. Still going. Puzzle's 13. 13? What do you two have? I have a five. Nine. Nine. All right. Working nine to five. (laughs) So the dice have revealed the true nature of these zombies. It goes dead last. (laughs) Tarathiel, it's your turn. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm just going to take aim at the lead one and toss a psychic dagger in his face. Are you doing the whole aim thing? Like the... Yep. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a twenty-two to hit for sixteen psychic damage. Sixteen. Well, ten, ten psychic damage and six sneak attack because I had advantage on the roll. Uh, total is sixteen now. Yep. Yep. Okay. Uh, you hit it. It stumbles. Um, it's bloodied, but it doesn't. It doesn't go down. It doesn't do that thing where they kind of fall but don't quite fall. Okay. You hurt yeah. it pretty bad though. Cool. That's it, because it takes my move and bonus to do the aim. So, nice. move bonus right. standard. Puzzle. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Sa- oh, Sakura wait. gets to take ah, a shot. Sakura. Yeah. <laughs> Sak- Go for Sakura. Go, yeah. Go for Sakura. Uh, you said the one that was in the front, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The very okay. lead one. Uh, is it? Wait, I forget what it is for them. Is it plus five to hit? Uh, plus four. Plus four to hit. I think these are. <laughs> 16 to hit, that's and it. then it's it. a D8, D8 plus 2. Yes. Nice. Oh, max damage! 10 points of damage on the arrow flying out of the darkness. So, that one takes an arrow to the knee, and begins to fall, and does fall. <laughs> it is doomed. We have a doomed piper. A doomed piper? All right. Darn Piper. You haven't seen So I Married Max Murder, have Piper you? Down. I haven't seen that one yet either. Oh, my oh God. Oh, my goodness. You should absolutely can't, watch that. Can't, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's so Look at that enormous noggin. Cry himself to sleep on that giant pillow of his. It's like Sputnik. It's spherical, but quite pointy in parts. <laughs> it's got its own gravitational system. <laughs> oh, it's like God. an orange on a toothpick. <laughs> so hilarious. Uh, all right. Trithiel, that's it. Right. Yeah, yeah, all done. <laughs> Puzzle. I, kill, I, I killed one of the three combatants. What more do you want? I mean, all three would be nice. Well, after you. <clears throat> uh, okay. Uh, Puzzle's going to fly around the corner. Who? Ow. Uh, to there and look. All right. Uh, hang on one second. Uh, she sees all the things. Explodes. Yep. Hey, that's not exploder. <laughs> it's not really a not really a explode. It's more like a a, 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 a fizzle, right? I mean, okay. Uh... <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, she can see everything. Okay, let me open this up. 
So it's real weird opening this up for everybody to see when she cannot communicate what she's seeing. You know what I mean? Like okay, you're not seeing so, through. Yeah, you know what so, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she, unless I use her eyes, I can't. But if she sees something like an undead Tyrannosaurus Rex, <laughs> it can give her like oh crap feelings. So she sees, <laughs> she sees zombies. Okay. Okay. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like it's it's. No, no uh, I, yeah, I understand. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, she feels she, her she sees, I will say this: she sees additional zombies. They're not just okay. these two. There are more. Got it. How about that? That's useful. Okay. And then I'm going to zoom her out. There All right. <laughs> bye bye. Bye bye. <laughs> yep. All right. Fair shot. Yeah, what is uh? What is bird? What does owl speak for a uh, horde of zombies? Kaka. <laughs> All right, he is, I think, what I'm going to do with Farzan is just stand his ground. Well, okay. Um, he, he can't see left or right. Those are those are solid, or uh, sorry, to the north and to the south. Those are just little nooks into the... Um, into the yeah, cave. you've... Let me reveal a little better. Yeah, it's just part of the cave. Okay, okay. Very like that. All right, that's fine. And yeah, I'll go ahead and do this because it's not really going to make a big difference. So it's just a little widening of the cavern and then narrows back down. Okay. All right. Um, then he is going to take a 10 foot forward because the range on the javelins are just a little bit short. They're not quite the uh, range of mind daggers. Uh, so he's going to <laughs> step up <clears throat> and uh, hold hold the efficient quiver under his arm. And just start, uh, you know, funk, 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 uh, throw so, javelins. Before you do that, oh shoot! Ah, give me a dexterity saving throw as you step on some glyphs that light up, uh-huh. and in a massive thirty foot radius, uh-huh. green gas sprays out everywhere. I, I in the oops, not not dexterity, Constitution saving oh, thank throw. Thank you. Oh no, it's not gonna hit all of us. Does it go around corners? Uh, you know what? It's it's no. I'm sorry. It's dex, and it does go around corners. It's like a fireball kind of thing. Uh, it's a dex saving throw, uh, but it's poison damage. Okay, so it's methane. So everybody, everybody, everybody needs to give me a saving throw. Dex, dex poison. Dex, dex, dex poison. Well, it's it's a spell, but you determine what kind of uh, energy it uses. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. kind of thing. So, so you says dex. Man? Dexterity saving throw. Yeah, crap. Oh, I did worse. Look at that. Awesome. <laughs> Sick. Uh, shoot. This is great. Uh, let's see. So, Trathil, you passed. Fairzon Khaldun failed. Uh, can somebody just roll 3d20 for the, the henchmen? They have uh, plus oh, two to the constitution. Say damage. I'm like, oh, goddamn. <laughs> plus, plus two? Uh, yes, constitution. Good, good. <laughs> uh, fail. So let's just go top to bottom. So yeah. Sakura will fail. So the damage's total is fourteen, right? If you saved, you take half. Okay. And it looks okay. like Mike, uh, Tarathiel, and the top two henchmen saved. Everybody else takes fourteen, and Pazel takes fourteen. Or even if she takes half, she takes seven. <laughs> oh man! Yeah. <laughs> Poison okay. bird. Pretty bird. Looking for uh, looking for evasion, but I think that's next level. It's pretty high level now. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, you're about level seven, I guess so. Yeah, I've 
I guess it's pretty smart that they changed that to a higher level ability because that's pretty hoss. Mm-hmm. Well, I right. can dodge out of the way of an incoming attack, but it's just the the saving throws I can't do. Well, what's the one that you can just take half damage every round off of one attack? That's that, uncanny dodge. Yeah. I've, that I've that got is? uncanny dodge. I don't have evasion. Evasion. That's what I'm thinking of. All right. I'm going to pause that a little farther over <clears throat> to get the glow sight gone. Okay. So, Ferzon, you may continue. Right. <laughs> no, I'm done. <laughs> I'm going home. <laughs> I'm going, I, screw this. I'm taking my basketball and I'm going home. Yeah. It's like, see, this is why I need long range javelins. Um, so he will uh, cover his nose and then throw, start throwing javelins. I'm guessing at the second one there is probably the best target. So he is going to huck one. Yeah. Yep. 22. Hit. AC for max damage of 10 points. 10 points of damage. All right. The zombie dodged right into it. Yeah. And he's going to keep keep throwing. 17 AC. That's it. Excellent. For six points of damage. Same one. Six points. All right. It's still up. Okay. Oh, I got to roll concentration. This is for detect magic. Okay. Yeah, I made it. All right. <laughs> and then he is going to take a step back. Oh, um, for that 14 points of damage, um, I think, can I use... <laughs> That'd be a great time to use second wind. We just had the first wind. Uh, no. <laughs> could, could I have used uh, Stone's Endurance on that? It says just reduce damage dealt to you, right? Is it damage or is it physical damage? Uh, Does it specify what kind? Of, if it doesn't specify, yeah, yeah, you can use it. It just says shrug off injury. You can use your reaction to reduce the damage. It, it doesn't say yeah. an attack or anything. Yeah, go for it. Okay, sweet. Thank you very much. Uh, that is d twelve plus three fourteen. Hell yeah! Wow, that's all of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You that. wouldn't even have to roll a concentration check. No. Do you have inspiration? Uh, I do. So, sorry. What's everyone? What's, what's everyone gasping for? That wasn't so bad. <laughs> you just like <gasps> held your breath while everybody's getting blasted by this poison. No more tacos for breakfast for you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it probably sounds. Sorry. Uh, uh, all right. All right. So you step forward, set off a trap through a javelin, uh, and step back. <laughs> yep. Everything's fine. Thinking twice. Yep. Anything else? That's it. No reactions. You have, a, you have a minion. Or oh, a, minion. Whatever, whatever, whatever they're called. Minion, henchman, sidekick. Dude. Dude. Uh, D D twenty plus four. Uh, so Thistle is going to shoot an, uh, a missile. Uh, Sixteen AC to hit. That's a hit. Excellent. The eight plus two for the damage is eight points of damage to the same one that bears on through his javelins at. All right. Still up, Still but up. looking rough. Er. Yes, this is a regular zombie. It's like okay, fine. You win this round, Tarathiel. All right, Keldin. <laughs> All right, I'm going to sneak around this corner here. Um. Let's see, my detect magic 
is out to there. Does that sense anything? Not anymore. <laughs> I don't think the tech magic reveals magical traps. I was looking that up. I mean, just because it's a trap, it's not made to be detected <laughs> easily. It says you sense the presence of magic within 30 feet of you. It says if it's a spell. Right, it's a trap, but it wasn't in range when he set it off. It's not come up yet, but I'm going to look into that because that seems a bit too easy for a level three spell to be thwarted by a level one spell. Always, but you do not detect anything. Even if there was a magical trap, you don't detect anything. And yeah, I don't think detect magic should reveal a magical trap like that. But no, you don't okay. detect magic. You don't detect magic. All right, I'm going to hurl a fireball at it. Fire. Which this one? Yep. Twenty one's a hit. Nice. 17 points of flaming death damage. Catches on fire. Starts to tilt, and I don't think it can survive. Uh, No, it's down. (laughs) Down, down, down. Ferrazon tips his helmet. He says, Hotman? (laughs) Okay. And um, let's see. One, two, three, four. It's five. I'm just going to stay put. Okay. And on. Jar is going to take a shot at this guy. Their commissar. Yep. All right. There's on points forward with it. the staff and says, "Don't step on that one." Okay. <laughs> it's a D8 plus two. Yes, D8 plus two. I need to set up a macro for these. Six points of Six. Okay. arrow to the knee damage. <laughs> All right. It takes it, it moans, and you now have its attention. Great. <sighs> okay, I'm done. All right. That's curiosity. And that trap, the gas trap, made absolutely no sound at all. Silent but deadly. <laughs> Very much. <laughs> all right. Uh, let's see. Their turn. Evil comes a stumbling. Go back, go back, go back. Let's just measure real quick. There's 30, so 55, that's a dash. He's in the back, so... Uh, 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 uh. All right. They're coming from around the corner. Don't step on the... That was a dash or a double move. It's back here. Starts... And that is, every one of them had to dash to get there. So that is where they are now. Guys, there's there's a lot more now. (laughs) Uh, It is round two, and it's Tarathiel's turn. These things were supposed to be slow moving. (laughs) Uh, Well, how about I slow them down a bit more? Uh, Bonus action, I will throw the Lieutenant's Guard Keltrops out. I'll put one there and then one there. All right. And Got I'm going to toss a psychic dagger at this one. Okay. Is that the one that was already damaged? I kind of lost track of them and they're all right. Uh, yes. Yes, that one has okay. been damaged. Alrighty. Uh, psychic dagger. Uh, that's a 23 to hit. That's a hit. And that will do 18 total damage because I'm an ally next to him. <laughs> all right. Let me see if it stays up. How much damage did you do? 18. 
18. No, it crumbles. Hooray. Dead and immobile. All right. And then Trathel's going to step back into the shadows a little bit, and Sakura will fire his bow at the next one in line, which okay. is standing in the middle of the trap. Yep. All right. 14 to hit. Hit. Six points of piercing damage. Got it. Oink. Guys, keep hitting hit him in the knee. It's amazing. Hmm. <laughs> Anything else? No, no, that's it. I'm done. All right. It is Fairzon's turn. All right. He is going to reach out and whack someone. That's this uh, lead zombie here. Take care of... Hopefully take care of it. Uh, throwing the efficient quiver back over his shoulder, he's going to swing with the long staff. Okay. A 16 to hit. That's it. For 14 points of damage. Bam. Still up, but looking rough. Excellent. Uh, let's see. He's going to swing again, or kind of... I see I see him kind of having to kind of reach out, like, you know, stabbing, like, with a spear. So, 15 to hit. That's it. And 12 points of damage. 12 points of damage. It stumbles and teeters and falls down. Excellent. Well done. And he's um, he look kind of turns his turns to look at uh, Khaldun and says, "I think this would be your specialty." <laughs> oh yes, oh yes. I'm. Uh, you can see there's a, a rod in his hand and it's glowing white right now. <laughs> just zoom in on Khaldun's eyes and there's just flames <laughs> just, in the pupils. Yes. <laughs> exactly. A nice grin. All right. So, um, All right. With, uh, I don't think I have anything else I can do. I've got a bonus action, but I think I'm just going to hold on to um, that right now. Because um, staying right here will not get him on fire. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's going to hang out. And if anyone, if anyone comes near him, he's going to use that uh, sentinel feet to stop him in their tracks. Okay. So I was, I was wondering, <laughs> is it is it is it worth Fezan taking a step back only because if anybody steps in the caltrops, they're going to be forced to stop anyway, but they'll still move into your range, but then they can't attack you. Um, no, because if they if they get um, there's one one step they can still they can still go around the south. Yeah, yeah. and they can get they okay. can get Caldoon. So I'm gonna yeah. hold on to that one. Yeah, because you can stop them here. Yep, yep. Move the dead ones up and out. The, of the, the re-dead ones? Yes, the permanently dead ones. All right, Khaldun, it's your turn. All right, Khaldun uh, has been waiting for this moment. In his hand <laughs> is this glowing um, copper rod. Uh-oh. And he takes it out and he flips it around. He's like, I wonder what this button does. <laughs> So he's going to take a step forward and <clears throat> I got them all. <laughs> hold it up and like blow through the other end. <sighs> so awesome. what was stored in there was a level three flaming hands. Burning hands. Yep. Burning hands. Burning hands. 
All right, so that, let's see here. Deck save. Now, is am I is it using my DC or the prior caster's DC? Uh, I. That's a great question. <laughs> uh, trying to think of other items like that. Did they use the user's say uh, DC or not? Well, it depends on whether the item says let you cast the spell. If it says let you cast the spell, then it's your DC. If it um, is like a scroll, then the scroll has a DC kind of baked into it. All right, this is going to have its own DC then. Uh, you're powering it, but the item is providing the magic. Okay. All right, so it's going to be DC 14. <laughs> All right, so it's and deck save. DC deck 14. saves. So I'm going to start with the top one, and go straight down, and get the fourth one behind it. So top one, fail. Uh, maybe a fail. Yup. They're not dexterous. Uh, third one, fail, <laughs> fail. All four fail. Hooray. All right. Hooray. Not known for their dexterity. No, they're not. Zombies. Um, yes, yes, dead things are not known for the dexterity. <laughs> 19 points of 19 hosing flame damage. Wow. Oh, yeah. So they are all ignited. Does burning hands cause uh, lingering damage? I don't think it does. does uh, no, it? it doesn't. No? Okay. Doesn't. But they're all thematically all on fire. All four of these zombies are sitting there and they're, you know, they're in mid-motion moving forward to you. You pull out this thing and you not geyser blast them no and they all light up and they're all on fire and they're all on the edge of falling over very I very close like this thing <laughs> <laughs> so did we discuss it in order to refill it you have to cast a spell into it yeah okay all right uh i want to take a step back all right nicely done Kaldun. or should yeah, i do I I think they're medium rare. Man, I messed I messed that one. <laughs> I messed that up, didn't I? I should have said well done. Well Those done. are very baked zombies. Uh do you want to take a henchman? Oh yes. A jar will take a shot at um let's see the middle one in the front row. Okay. He misses because the flames are so beautiful, he just yes. can't concentrate. <laughs> a little bit of smoke kind of uh blurring his vision from the fires. Nice. All right, evil comes a shambling. This one steps up and hits the caltrips. Uh, 18. Uh, what's the DC, actually? It's got a negative to its dexterity. What's the DC on the caltrips? 15? I'm just looking it up. Oh, you are? Okay. I forgot. <laughs> it's, it's pretty high. It's like 15 or 16. Caltrips. The, the problem is that I have the item as a custom item, and I always forget that I need the Caltrops information in there as well. So it's got all the information of it. Yes, DC 15 dexterity throw. Okay. It succeeded, but it stops there anyway because it's coming to attack Farazon. Mm -hmm. uh, with a single... Yeah. It will not hit you. Yay. That's a miss. Yeah. Uh, second one. Blah, blah, blah. Same thing. All right. uh, these are targeting this time it, targeting Farazon still. Well, it's moving right now. Yeah. And it hits the caltrips and it does fail. So it stops and takes a point of damage. Um, yeah. And now it does attack Farazon. Okay. And natural 20. That is probably the only way it's going to hit you. Uh, so let's do that tremendous, tremendous amount of damage to you. Tremendous. I don't like it. 
<laughs> Seven, six points of damage total. Okay, good. Three times? No, just twice. And it is pierced and slowed by the caltrips. Takes a bit of damage. And the third one comes shambling forward straight ahead. And that one, um, uh, before it gets, yeah, right when it gets there, uh, okay. he's going to uh, use his reaction. Uh, Go for it. To try to stop that one in place so it can't get to Caldoon. Uh, 27 should hit. Sure does. Yeah, it's like... I hope it does. I think that'll do it. Uh, Oh, minimum damage. Six points. Six points of damage. But it also stops its movement, right? Yes. Drops him to zero or something like that? His movement is now zero for the... Or its movement is now zero for the rest of its turn. Okay. And this other one... Thank you very much. ...comes ahead of it. And we'll take a swing at Kaldun. Well, uh, thought I thought I four, fourteen you. on the die. You get to know what the total is before casting shield, right? It has to hit me to cast shield. Has to hit you to cast shield. Seventeen. Uh, seventeen hits. Okay. I'm not going to cast shield. All right. Uh, four points of slamage. Okay. Oh, three points. Three points of slamage, not four. Okay. And that is it. That is their. Horrible, horrible turn. Up around <laughs> three, Trathiel, it's your turn. <laughs> uh, I'm just wondering if it's even worth aiming to hit these things or just taking two shots. So, <laughs> yeah, Trathiel will take a step out of the shadows and throw psychic daggers at this one here. All right. Uh, so, let's go number one. Waiting for beeps. That's Ooh, uh, nice. 21 to hit. That's a hit. For 24 total damage. 24. It cannot succeed in its uh, its uh, resilient roll, so it immediately immediately crashes. That's uh, four, five, six on the 3d6 for the sneak attack. Nice, <laughs> nice. Just put it out of the way. Uh, offhand attack. I will throw a psychic dagger at this one in front of Fezan. All right. 14 to hit. That's it. Right. Do five psychic damage. Like, five psychic damage. You hit it, but it does not go down. Yeah. Looks like it's about okay. to stumble, but it catches itself, feeling rather resilient. All right. I'm going to step back into the shadows. I'm relatively certain I don't need to, but I'm going to anyway. All right. Sakura will take a shot at the one that Tarathiel just hit. Okay. <clears throat> Try and take him out. It's probably probably a better move to just try and reduce the hit points on the others but if we can take one out then that's good uh, d20 plus four is food natural oh. one he misses that my friend is a miss i think that's the yeah. first miss that has happened in three episodes <laughs> no, no a jar a jar kind of put arrow oh, in the ceiling that's right that's right <laughs> it's just because all these things these things have an armor class of eight the t-rex is armor class of ten the the, the spawns all had like armor class of 10 or I mean just super easy just buckets of hit points I mean because um, of the way things are lined up I'm guessing Fezan is just too big to shoot around yeah <laughs> just can't yeah. get a good opening but he does have an angle so it like legitimately in, in uh, mechanics he does not have any cover because 
he's up yeah. on the pile shooting down. But yeah, yeah, thematically, it's just Ferzon spun his thing around in like a like a helicopter and deflected the arrow. Sorry. <laughs> All right. Speaking of Ferzon. All right, he is going to again spin the staff and see what falls. Uh, starting with the one in front of Khaldun. That one's been hit a few times, right? They're both, all four were on fire. Like, they got nailed by that burning hand. They're very, very low hit points right now. All right. Uh, long staff to... I'll I'll just just ping it to make sure this this guy... Okay. A 13. So 14 points of damage. And it crumbles. Hooray. And then the, the one behind it, this one, for the second strike. Uh, 12. Hit. Seven points of damage. It starts to fall, but stays on its feet. All right. Then I'm going to use the other end, the ugly end of the stick, to hit the ugly end of the zombie. And 19 points. Or 19, no, 19 points. I'm sorry. 19 AC. To hit. For eight points of damage. Eight points of damage. And it falls. There is one zombie left, stuck on. Uh, I, nope, that one actually made it see me through. There's one standing in the caltrips at this point. Excellent. You want to do your henchman? Oh, yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Sorry, I was trying to figure out. Um, I <laughs> Sirenscape didn't start, so I was trying to figure out why it didn't why it didn't start. So we do not have any sound this time. It's, it's Borkin. Yeah. So I keep saying Borkin because there was an episode. That, around episode 13 or 14 where you came to that door in Jadarun where it was off the hinges and it wasn't working. And some, I, I think it was Mike who typed Borkin or maybe I've typed it or whatever, but like on the map it was written Borkin and it was just Borkin this and Borkin that. And Borkin that. It's that's, still fresh on my that mind. Sounds, that sounds like me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was a bike yeah, test. Uh, so uh, Thistle is going to hit an AC of 11. 11 is a hit. For four points of arrow damage to the nugget. And it continues to thrive in its undeath. Ferzon uh, kind of uh, in 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 his mind says, um, "These things are obviously mindless, but do you think there's something back here controlling them?" I'm going to say, "Yeah," just because that's a terrible thought. <laughs> <laughs> Why wouldn't it be terrible? Everything else is. <laughs> yes, exactly. Okay. He's like, but you haven't detected anything coming this way. No, I'm detecting nothing other than damage. Okay. <laughs> All right. That's it. Caldoon? All right. Caldoon's hands wreathing green, green flame. He reaches up, grabs the great sword, <laughs> and smashes that zombie. <laughs> Deep left field. With a nine. Nine is a hit. Look at that. So that's 11 greatsword damage plus... He's down. Eight points of fire. <laughs> Whoa, that's a lot of damage. Yeah, it's max, crumbles. Max and a, max, I think. <laughs> crumbles in a green flame of heap. A green flame blade? Yes. That's solid. And then put it back up. And you guys are out of combat. One smooth motion. <laughs> yeah, just like whip it out, slice its head off, and right back in the sheet. 
That's kind of cool. Yeah, he does the uh, he does the uh, Final Fantasy Seven, you know, and then back in. Yeah, <laughs> it sounds like Mario Brothers when he hits the flag. No, that's what that yeah, is. Yeah, the, okay. the dut and the does are in different spots for those two. Ah. So, yeah, yeah, you get different it. different does. Yeah. Ah. different different duts. I had my wrong. My diphthong was off. <laughs> All nope. right, you guys are out of combat. <laughs> the, the emphasis on the wrong dude. Yeah. Yes. yes. <laughs> Follow the dancing dude. All right, moving, <clears throat> moving all the dead, fleshy bodies off of the screen oh. into the darkness to come back. Ferzon takes a step forward, and remembering the uh, remembering the uh, awful <laughs> awfulness that he stepped on earlier, he says. Do either of you see anything before I step forward again? Or detect mm. anything? I detect nothing. There is nothing to detect. Nothing? 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 <coughs> yeah, I guess um, Drathia will sneak forwards, but I want to keep an eye on the ground. Okay, give me a active perception. <coughs> active perception. Buttons, 16. Looks clear. Right. I'm going to move forward. Have a look. And in a second, I'm opening the room. Uh, it's a rather large room. I'll bring, bring Sakura up. Wrong button, wrong button. Accessing. Right. <laughs> Processing. Processing. Yeah. Processing. Reveal, don't yeah. hide. Reveal, don't hide. There, there. <laughs> the Roll20 song. Bazinga. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Oh, dear. Uh, you got better than that. Let's see. There we go. Wasn't there supposed to be something like terrible up in here? Yeah. Well, there's been a lot of terrible things so far. I mean, there's been, there's been lots of Oasis. awful... There's Always room for terribler, though. Yeah, there's there's been you know fairly awful and then just gross. But I thought we were there's like a some something. I don't remember what it is. A knoll lich or what, undead yep. knoll or something. Un, 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 undead knoll wizard somewhere around. And we haven't missed a passage, right? Mike, not that we know of. Or, not that you know of. Okay, yeah. So, yeah. Oh, okay. There's the passage. Oh. <laughs> Come around the corner and you see you see the whole of one of them and you see the edge of the other zombies. And they're standing shoulder to shoulder almost at attention. They're dressed very much like your henchmen, but they're obviously zombies. Hench there's, zombies. There's, there's more of those hench zombies up here. Now, the ones that you just defeated, these were just randos, like you know, this, that, and the other, but these are definitely where at one point, uh, like your like Sakuro, and is uh, Sakuro's up there. He cannot see in the dark, so he can't see that. No. Let's open this up, and there is a line of them. Uh, it's a little farther than your vision, but it's fine. You get the point. Yeah. yeah. Problem solved. There you go. Perfect. <laughs> I'll, I'll step five so, feet closer. Go ahead and give me your, your uh, stealth uh, stealth roll. And give me Sakuro's too. He's wearing chainmail. 
Uh, okay, so what is the modifier for him? For stealth, plus two. So, but with chainmail, he has disadvantage. Disadvantage. Oh, oh wait, that's you. Four. <laughs> Four. All right. So you are, uh, I mean, you're a wisp coming through there, but you hear, and of course you can see him, but you hear Sakuro uh, clanging up behind you very, very obviously. But these, this line of zombies does not react. There's that con conga line of doom up here. <laughs> it's like a police lineup. It's just the usual suspects. Yes, exactly. Zombie, 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 mushroom, this, mushroom. This, uh, this one's Benicio del Toro. Guys are saucy. I'll be, I'll be back in one second. Okay, that that's I'll definitely a movie that I have seen. Unusual, seen many, unusual many, many times. Yeah, that's a great movie. <coughs> That's all right. City, so, city of Flipio, Flipio for real. <laughs> and Benicio, I love Benicio del Toro in that movie. Like, he he's just fantastic. Which is which, which illegible, fenster. like or not illegible, whatever the word version of illegible is. <laughs> mm -hmm. Which guy? Which intelligible. Guy <laughs> intelligible. Intelligible. There you go. Oh, oh. Uh, oh. So you it see the, the the two guys that come together, and he's the the South American guy. Okay. Okay. Fenster and McManus. I, and that's another one of those movies that just got me. Like I did not see it coming at all till the end, you know, towards the end, you kind of get a feel for it. But during the movie, no, I just didn't see that one coming at all. That's, I like surprises like that. Yeah. There, there've been a yeah, couple it's... of movies where I've gone into completely blind. Um, and usual suspects was one of those that like, I, I want to say I was I, like, a camp or something like that, or, or like here, and maybe even at UT for uh, governor school or something. And they, they, somebody put it on and I was like, I have no idea what this is. Um, but it was awesome. I, I did, uh, I experienced the matrix like that. That one was pretty awesome to have no idea what was, what it was. <clears throat> yeah. The matrix. Yeah. Yeah. What is the matrix? I had no idea. Yeah. I actually watched that movie. The weekend before I went to boot camp, that was the last thing I did before I went to basic training. Yeah. Was watch <laughs> the Matrix and then forgot all about it and watched it again when I got out. So I could, <laughs> my my brains were a little beat it out of you. For, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> or or marched I'm marched like, it out of you, I guess probably. I yeah, do yeah. want to take a look at the spell Glyph of Warding because mm -hmm. if Detect Magic will detect it, I want to give that to you. But it just doesn't seem, you know, like. If you can't see it, because you, you can't perceive it with a perception check, it's my understanding. It's not like uh, it used to be, where like you could detect magical traps in the past. Well, let, let me read detect uh, magic real quick. Okay, I'm reading. Duration, uh, you sense the presence of magic within 30 feet of you. If you sense magic in this way, you can use your action to see a faint aura around any visible creature or object in the area that bears magic. And you learn at school, if any. Uh, the spell can penetrate most barriers, but it's blocked by a foot of stone, an inch of common metal, a thin sheet of lead, three feet of wood or dirt, or zombies. Or zombies. <laughs> Kawat in the chat dropped at the time, um, when we were talking about it last time, dropped a thing saying the 5e Game Master Guide states the tech magic can find the magic aura of a trap and what type of aura. 
Okay. But then he but then he followed that up with, but I really like Matt's argument of a level one spell shouldn't be effective against a higher level trap. So I feel that way, but I also like to go rules as written. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm looking there's it's saying that you can detect this specific spell with an investigation check, uh, but it's also invisible. It nearly it says nearly invisible. So an investigation check or detect magic. All right, that's what we will go with. You weren't in range of it when uh, uh, Farzan hit that last one. Yeah. Um, but yes, if you have it actively going, uh, just remind me when you move somewhere new if you're if you still got it active, okay? Okay. And it will detect, and it will highlight it, so you'll ha- you'll get it, and you'll have to spin around, and okay, yep, sounds good. And I think you were gone, but he stepped in a little further, and there are <laughs> what'd you call it, a uh, evil conga line <laughs> uh, of zombies <laughs> lined up here. Um, and it's it seemed fairly obvious that something should have noticed uh, when Sakuro came around because he rolled really terrible. Um, but those five zombies did not flinch. Draco just turns around and glares, glares at Sakura. Are they dressed like nutcrackers? They're dressed like Sakuro and Thistle in a jar. They look like they were hired. Like okay. They look like they look like some of the henchmen that were hired by recycling uh, by uh, Triel. Uh, but Terrestrial but... at this point is the only one that can see that. Okay. Right. I think I think this uh, is technically instead of a, a reduce, reuse, recycle. It, this would be reuse. <laughs> yeah. So your your torch goes out to here, which is different. Uh, 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 yep. There's a pile of hench jerks here. Okay. Mm-hmm. Do you want me to lead? You want me to lead the way in again? I can eighty percent guarantee that you step on a trap when you do that. Well, <laughs> Calderhood, do you want to check? <laughs> do you want I to step can, on a trap? I can try. Uh, I, I would like to stealthily move up next to Tarathiel. All right. Give me a stealth. And I do fantastic. <laughs> nine, 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 nine. Okay. Um, and I will walk up around here. Up I, don't, to, I don't know why I like moved you. There. Okay. There, um, uh, you do not detect any magic. I got and nothing. Again, they, did I react to Keldon? No. Not a flinch. And yeah. you've got your light and bright thing going on too, right? Your ring? I do. Yes, I do. Okay. All right. <laughs> light bright. Light bright. <laughs> <laughs> We all know what you meant. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, nothing. Nothing oh. detected. Nothing seen. No magic. No. Okay. Doesn't seem to be anything. But I will move into that room. Cover me. That's a... Give me your disadvantage stealth check. Right. Cover you in caltrops? Oh, not like that. <laughs> not like that. Uh, disadvantage. Uh, thingy. Dang. That would have been nice. Seven. Seven and a natural twenty. Yep. Okay, where are you going? Uh, the initial move would be up next to where he would think that Tarathiel is. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> probably, yeah, probably still. Much. Yeah, he's got disadvantage to see him too. Uh, so then he will move. I'm just showing where your light yep. is, and uh, he will just keep moving forward down that hallway, probably to probably right, right to where he can see. Like around this, around the corner to his left. So, so you are not quiet. Nope. I mean, it, it's 
it's not even a question of like, how quiet am I? No, you're clanging and banging, scraping off the floor, making he's, a he's got loud the, noise. Kind of the, the answer to how quiet is he is no. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but the zombies do not flinch. Yeah, Fuzan has his own entry on the, uh, the decibel scale. <laughs> Some, somewhere between um, uh, vacuum cleaner and jet engine. It's 14, 14 millifazans. <laughs> so, but if they're if they're not moving, he'll he'll go ahead and take one more step forward. And he says, you know, in over the over the mental link, he says, they they are not moving. They are not reacting to and me, it, and I know they can hear me. I don't like it. I'm going to step up behind Tarathiel. Can I detect do any they, magic? Do not detect magic. Do they? Like turn their heads or anything? Are Nothing. they face? Are they facing and south? They're, or? they're fa- they're all facing straight south, and they're not even like when you saw these other zombies that were in this previous room. They were just moaning and just slightly wavering. These are at attention. They are not making a sound. They're just standing there. How high are the ceilings in here? Thirty feet, and it's roundedish. You know, it's cavernous. So walks up the wall to the ceiling. Yeah, he's like zoom. I'm out of here. <laughs> like how you flip yourself upside down. I got to represent it somehow. It's fun. All right. So you, you crawl up the side of the wall, get on the ceiling. And as you continue in, you see see this little boulder uh, this one? Little okay. no. boulder thing right here. <laughs> somewhat blocking your view until you crawled up on the wall. And now behind it, and since you move forward, you can see back in the corner... A figure at a table. There's a shelf up here on the north. There's a shelf. Back here on the far end is a is a, a large table, and you see a figure, somewhat hunkered over. Looks like it's fiddling with something on the table. Um, furry, fiddling. Fiddling, fiddling with something on the table. It's hunkered over. It's working on something. You can see that it's got fur, but some of it's matted, and you can see some of the patches. Are have started to rot off, and you can right. also notice that it's wearing a chain shirt that is hooked and uh, like riveted into its skin, like it's it's been made into a piece of him. And as you get closer, moving up there, actually, <laughs> nothing happens because you're damn near impossible to see. Mm-hmm. So you see that, and it, it does not seem to notice. All right, there sounds. I think I spotted out. I think I spotted our now on that other side of the room. Tell me when to yeah. st- tell me when you want me to stop moving forward. Then, well, now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now is every time. Don't. Last last round. <laughs> don't don't uh, disturb him yet until I can put a knife in his head. Then <laughs> Tarathiel will carefully stealth across the ceiling in an attempt to kind of get closer and see if you can see what this thing is doing. It looks like it's at somewhat of a workshop bench mm-hmm. and it's got um, like a vial, a crystalline vial and it's tinkering, chiseling, shaping it um, all the while it's mumbling. Uh, good. Um, I guess uh, press the red just, button. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I was looking at the buttons on the... the that's what those look like, the green button yeah, and the red that's button. that's what I was thinking. <laughs> that's a shelf. 
going to push the buttons. Yes, must um, push the buttons. I, I guess because Terethio has dark vision and he can see the floor, I just want to have a look and see if I can see any weird sigils or anything on the floor while I'm walking over. Give me an investigation check. It's, it's an upside-down investigation, so... Yeah, it's inverted. Natural 20 for a 28. It doesn't matter what... Okay. You do not see anything. Actually, you do see something. Uh, it's not invisible sigils on the floor. However, it's a treasure chest behind the uh, workbench that this thing is working on. Sweet. Let's call it the same. With a 28, you probably oh. know what's in it already. <laughs> there are definitely contents. I'm just going to open the rest of this. Why is this thing being a butthole? <clears throat> All of a sudden, All right. click on so that thing. Oh. I, I guess out of character, I want to throw a psychic dagger in this thing's head. I'm just wondering what the, what the, like, how does combat evolve from there? Do we think we can? So you're, just... if you will declare that, and we'll immediately roll initiative. <laughs> and if it does not sense you, you get a free, you get a sneak, you get a, uh, sneak attack round or surprise oh, round. Surprise round. Thank you. No, I would. I'm more thinking guys tactically like what do we how do we want to approach this situation but Khaldun said that there was likely something controlling these zombies and I, if these five yeah. are not moving this may be the thing that is doing it and where I'm pinging is where that chest is it's not really hidden it's just somewhat stuffed under the, the uh, tinkering table can you, right. well, can you <clears throat> knock that bookcase down on top of it that's 15 feet away. Oh. Yeah, I, I this, this is kind of like the fight with the, the gnome wizard. We either run or charge. Like that. It's it's right up at the table. Okay. Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. Like, if I start, I can open combat by attacking this thing. But then, like, are you guys going to run in and charge the, the spellcaster? Or are we going to try and take care of the wizard? The... Uh, I'm wondering if I should the, use Keltrops to try and control the wizard. The... Kill the wizard. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. All right, well, I'm going to give him a headache. <laughs> you count down, and I will start running as soon as you throw. Why don't we do this next week? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it is five minutes till two hours, and I was... yeah, I can't start a combat with five minutes left. So. Yeah, we'll wrap it up tonight, and uh, we'll start next week with Tarathiel hurling a psychic dagger into the back of the head of this uh, knoll thing that's obviously very, very concentrated on something no, on this table. Okay, and I apologize, but I didn't even think about this, but it's obviously like intelligent and um, working on something, so it may be could be negotiated with do you I, mean, I was thinking maybe you know Fairzon could say you know hello there <laughs> and then things go south rain down the mind well, daggers i think tarathiel's doing the vulcan hello <coughs> you know it's yeah. logically it makes more sense to attack now in case they happen to be by hostile and if they're not you can say sorry later i was just going to go with the uh the electric light orchestra four little diamonds intro where he goes all right after four Four. <laughs> just, just jump straight into it. Yes, the negotiations will be short. Okay. <laughs> All right. Cool. Next time.
guess next week on the riveting final episode of it. We just found the evil conga line. (laughs) It's got to be an achievement. Howard, it's good to see you. Constructor, is is that a new one on here? I don't don't get to see the chat much because I'm concentrating so much on everything else, but glad to have you. I think Constrictor is yeah. from the Discord, if I'm if I'm oh, not mistaken. Uh, yep, sounds right. Definitely not a negotiator, huh? <laughs> All right, that's coward. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes, Pat- Patreon for the BPM. Well, thank you, Excellent. thank you for your patronage. Thanks, Constrictor. Thanks, coward. I think there was a Bilzis, Bilzis, or something like that. I think we. Bless you. <laughs> bless you. Wh- whoever and wherever you are, bless you. Gesundheit or, and whatever other things. That, you that was actually uh, Sakuro as he came around the corner. Sakura. Yeah. No <laughs> you rolled like a one, right? It's like sneak, sneak. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That reminds me. Oh, real quick. I think what I was a, a teenager and I was in a car with a bunch of other guys like all the friends, all his friends when they were in high school. Uh, so all of them are four, five, six, seven years older than I am. And we're all sitting in the car, front seat's full, back seat's full. I'm sitting on the edge and we're sitting at a red light and this car full of just really hot girls pulls up beside us and they look over and we all look over and I just, I mean, Auntie M sneeze, like head back and hit <laughs> almost hit almost the headrest with my head to sneeze. And they all, all the girls just started laughing. And everybody in the car just looked at me like, you idiot. It was, yeah. <laughs> I just, I, I hadn't thought about that in forever. Because obviously that sneeze is what ruined your night. Yeah. Yeah. If it wasn't for that sneeze. <laughs> right. Well, apparently it was. You were in with a chance. <laughs> Till the sneeze. I felt it was endearing. <laughs> you, you know the you know that thing where you uh, where you walk out in the bright light and you sneeze. It's, yeah. it's a genetic thing. I've got that. So I, I remember I walked out of a uh, we were I was eating lunch with a friend and I walked out into the parking lot and stepped out you know off the sidewalk and just just ah choo because I've got a loud sneeze and um, there was a, a you know, little old lady driving by in her car and she yelped. <laughs> Steve, like, ah! <laughs> scared her. I was like, yes. <laughs> oh, I thought it was hilarious. I win this round. <laughs> Little old lady in a, in a Honda Civic. Uh, but all right, that's enough sneezing stories. <laughs> so. All right, guys. We'll see you next week. Thanks for joining us, and uh, we'll see what's up with this thing. The un- unknown, undead known. Have a good one, all. Not over. Okay.